amen, amen. You guys looking uh, looking all excited and happy and I'm praising God for you all and I'm glad to, to see everyone here today, amen. Amen, amen. So uh, as our pastor was saying, um, uh, we are going to be wrapping another gift today. But um, before we get into the word, I'd just like us all to just rise and we can uh, pray. And uh, we can pray for God's presence. Amen. Amen. Father God, we just want to thank you for this day. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your love, Lord God. Father, Lord, despite uh, whatever we may be experiencing, Lord God, in our own individual lives, Lord God, we have to give you honor and we have to give you praise, Lord. Because if it wasn't for you, Lord God, we would not be here right now. Lord God, if it wasn't for you, Lord God, we would not even be in our right minds, Lord God. But we thank you, Lord, for your love. We thank you, Lord God, for your goodness, Lord. So as we get into this word this morning, this afternoon, Lord God, we ask, oh Lord, that you will take full control, Lord God. Father God, we ask, Lord God, that our hearts will be open to hear exactly what it is you desire us to hear this morning, Lord God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, let your words be upon my lips, O Lord, that it is not I that speaks, Lord God, but it is that you who speaks, Lord God, through the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord. So we ask that you may take control, full control, Lord God. Bless us and be with us in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So, um, if you've been following us over the past weeks, uh, we have been unwrapping the gift of Christmas. Amen? And uh, we're doing this gift of Christmas message series. And in the first week, our very own pastor, Arthur, unwrapped the gift of hope. And spoke about hope past, hope present, hope future, and uh, basically how we can have hope in the midst of everything that's going on in our life. And also how hope signifies that Jesus Christ will come back and return. Amen? And how we can hope for that. Amen? Uh, and then in the second week, our very own Pastor Eggert, uh, you know, he came up and uh, he kind of told us, you know, about love. And, and I think we kind of got an idea of what love got to do with it. Amen. If you were here, you probably caught that. Amen. But uh, he, he went in and he uh, unwrapped the gift of love and he talked about how we can accept, experience and share God's gift of love. Amen. And, uh, and, and he did a wonderful job there. And so today I, I like to come forth and uh, unwrap an, another gift. And that gift is joy. Amen. Amen. Joy. Amen. Amen. You're, you're probably familiar with the song, uh, Joy to the World the Lord Has Come, right? Yeah. Let earth receive her king. Amen. Let everyone prepare him room and heaven and nature sing. Heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. Amen? Amen. Amen. So you're probably wondering, like, okay, like, all right, why, why did you have to sing the song? You know, like, why do you have to go through each, you know, lyric? Well, you know, there's, there's a reason. There's a purpose behind why, you know. You know, it says, uh, joy to the world. The Lord has come. Right? But let me ask you something. If we really think of in our hearts, does the presence of the Lord bring you joy? Does a mere fact that Jesus has arrived, amen, bring joy to your heart? Or is your joy contingent upon the things that you receive? Gonna have to think about that, right? If we really do have joy in our heart, then where is your joy on Monday? Where is it on Tuesday? Where is it on Wednesday and Thursday? Right? I mean, maybe you got some joy when you came into church because, you know, you're like, okay, yes, I'm, ooh, I made it, made it through the week. But where is your joy in the middle of the week? Is your joy contingent upon your paycheck? Mm. Maybe it's your education, you know, what's, what's going on in your education or, or that job status or, or that partner that you have that, you know, you've been with, you know, you know. Is it a contingent upon those things? Who or what 
is defining joy for you today. You see, there's nothing wrong with being joyful about you know, the things that you have received, but what happens when you're waiting, right? You're waiting for the very thing that you have been asking God for, right? Where's your joy then? You've been waiting, you've been asking, you know, we said, you know, this is our sweet 16 year, and that's the one thing I've been asking for, Lord. But yet, we're still wondering, like, what's going on? What's going on? What happens? What happens? You know? What happens then when you say, you know, the Lord has come, but, you know, you got all these bills to pay. You're like, okay, but, you know, the Lord has come, so, yeah, I wait, joy to the world. But look, I got all these bills to pay. How am I going to make it? Right? You know, the song says, the Lord has come, but you say, that's great, but, uh, you know, I really have other things I, I got to get done. You know, I mean, I've been asking for this blessing to come, but it still hasn't come. So, I mean, joy to the world? Like, really? Like, this Christmas season, joy to the world? I, I'm just, I don't know. The thing is that many of us have gone miserable waiting for something to bring us joy, and in doing so, we have put joy on hold. My brothers and sisters in the Lord today, I confirm, declare, and decree that you don't have to wait for joy. Joy is here. Joy is now. Amen? Joy can be found in the one and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen? I used to work at Toys R Us. Oh, yeah, Toys R Us. And you might be like, oh, Toys R Us, it must be so exciting. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, right? <laughs> this holiday season? You know? You see all the, you know, the commercials, like, da, 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 with the you know, lights and everything like that. Yeah. Come to Toys R Us. You come to Toys R Us, it's a madhouse, okay? All right? All right? People are just like, oh, you know, I got to get this. Oh, I got to get, oh, you know, do you have Mr. Bebop? I got to get Mr. Bebop. And it's like, Mr. Bebop, sorry, um, it's Christmas Eve and uh, Mr. Bebop is sold out. Okay? And it is looking at you like, but you're supposed to be nice and bring me joy. And I'm supposed to give this gift to my child and he's not going to be happy. And then I, how, how can you, you know, and they just look at you like as if you're going to somehow develop the gift some from from thin air, you know, it's like, I'm sorry, man, but um, I don't work here. <laughs> so during this Christmas season, we need to turn to Jesus for joy. Amen? Amen. So I think we're good, right? We can probably go home now because we know already that you can find joy in Jesus. We can just do the benediction, grab your coat, we good, right? Amen? Joy, I mean, joy, right? We know how to find joy. Right? Why is it not enough? Why is it not enough for us to know where to find joy? I mean, I already told you guys, right? It's in Jesus. Why is it not enough? Well, let's, let's, let's say this. Let's, let's say, uh, you know, you're trying to go to Mars, right? Okay? And uh, I told you, okay, Mars is actually the fourth planet from the sun. Got that, right? And uh, check it out. It's next door neighbors with planet Earth. Amen? So uh, you good. So go ahead on and uh, you, you, you can go to Mars now, right? You're going to be looking at me like, okay, that's great. I know where Mars is. I, mean, I know where Mars is. It's okay, it's that, that, but um, uh, how am I going to get there? I need some directions. Amen? Amen? You see, the location of a thing and the route to get there are two completely different things. Amen? You see, I can give you the directions that, you know, you, know, you might, you know, I, I, I have to give you the directions in order for you to get to where you need to be, right? You might need some directions. You might need some testing. You might need some training, right? Because, uh, you know, if you're going to be an astronaut, you got to get there. You got you to gotta go through some stuff in order to get to where you need to be. You, need, you see, so sometimes what happens is that some people, you know, have been looking for joy in this world, but they've been going about it all wrong, completely wrong. They've been finding joy in all the wrong places. 
And when they wanted to end up on planet joy, instead they landed on planet misery. Y'all don't know about planet misery? That's the planet that a lot of people land on on December 26th after they realized how you know, much they charged their credit card. And uh, they were like, oh, you know, I was trying to bring some joy to my kids, you know. So, um, but now I got so much you know, debt, you know, amen. And uh, I'm going to have to uh, figure out. And then, uh, oh, my goodness, how am I going to get? Okay, I, maybe I could work some more hours. Oh, man, they're not paying me enough. Oh, my goodness, now I'm getting stressed out. Oh, man, these kids are acting up. What? I bought him this gift, and he not, he lost it? What? What's going on? Come on. Come on, What's, what is this? You know? And so, God doesn't want this for us. He wants to help us today. He wants to help us find joy the right way. Amen? Amen, amen. amen. So this leads me to my first point here. If you want to find joy, you must first recognize it. Okay? You have to recognize what joy really is. Let's look at a few verses in the Bible. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 8 says, Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not know that you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. If you head over to Romans chapter 15, verse 13, it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Then if you go to the book of Esther and you look in uh, chapter 8, verse 16 through 17, it says that for the Jews... It was a time of happiness and joy, gladness and honor. In every province and in every city to which the edict of the king came, there was joy and gladness among the Jews with feasting and celebrating. And this is a familiar one here. The book of Psalms chapter 30 verse 5 says, For his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping and joy, weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Yes. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And so, you might have heard some people say, you know, like, oh, you know, joy. Well, okay, joy is not like really a feeling. I mean, happiness is more like a feeling. Joy is not really a feeling. That's not, that's not what joy is. But as these Bible verses have indicated here, Joy is a feeling. You feel it. It's an emotion. It's something that rises up inside of you. You can experience it. You can experience it because of what has happened, what has occurred. Right? True? Or maybe the Bible's so archaic. Maybe, it's, maybe this is not, maybe probably um, it's not enough maybe, but this is what the word has said. You know? I mean, if I were to tell you that in the spirit of the Christmas season, right, someone had decided to, mm, let's say, pay off all your student loan debt. I think you guys would be full with a lot of joy, amen? amen. I think you would feel that, right? right? You might even be jumping for joy, right? Like, thank you, Jesus, yes! Woo! Oh my, I don't even know I need to know who it was, but... Yes, it is done. I'm not even going to blink. I ain't going to ask no questions. You will be experiencing and expressing that emotion because of what has happened. Amen? The Evangelical Dictionary says that joy is happiness over an unanticipated or present good. Even the Merriam-Webster Dictionary says that it is an emotion evoked by well-being, success, or good fortune, or by the prospect of possessing what one desires, a state of happiness. See, joy appears in so many different forms depending on the context in which it occurs. So let's go over to uh, the book of Luke, chapter 2, verse 10 to 11. And we're going to read about a quick section here about the story of, uh, of Jesus Christ and his birth. And 
what occurred when the, mag when the Magi were traveling. Amen? It says here, But the angel... Excuse me. Let's go to the book of Matthew chapter 2, verse 10. And it says here, When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Amen. And so the Magi had been traveling, right? They had gone so far. They were coming from east of Jerusalem. They had gone so far just to see this baby Jesus. Amen. And as they were, as they were going about it, they experienced hardship. They experienced uh, 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 so much that was going on. They actually had to deal with an evil tyrant named King Herod. But in the midst of the hardship, they remained focused on the star that led them to Jesus. You see, they knew in their hearts that joy had already arrived into the world. And so they followed the direction of the star to find it. And when they did, they were filled with joy. And that in turn caused them to bring about gifts and worship to Jesus. The thing is that we need to recognize joy in our lives in order to be able to truly find it and receive it. You see, this kind of joy that they had experienced was through a certain hardship that they were going through. And if you look at James chapter 1, verse 2, 2 to 3, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And so it's telling us here that we need to consider it joy, consider it joy. Sometimes, you know, we're going through uh, uh, some issues in our lives and some problems in our lives. And, you know, we want joy. We want to receive it. We want to be happy. We want to be excited. But we, wanted this, want, we want those things to just end up in our lap. But it's not going to happen like that. You have to go through some stuff. You're going to have to experience some things in order to experience joy in your life. And you might be wondering, but why? Why does it have to be that way? Why can't I just, you know, experience, and it just happens? Well, it says here that when the testing of your faith occurs, it produces perseverance, right? But it doesn't just stop there. It says, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. The reason why we have to go through that process is because God wants to take you from where you are, stuck in all the mess that you're in, and elevate you and bring you to a better lifestyle. He's doing it because he loves you. He doesn't want to see you stuck where you are. And so in the midst of the trials, in the midst of the waiting, in the midst of all the shouting, God, what's going on? Why is it not happening? What is this? What is that? In the midst of all of that. We can consider it pure joy. Why? Because this is not the way it's going to be. This is not, not going to always be like this. No, 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 no. God is working something inside of me. God is turning things around in my favor. Amen? Amen? The book says that all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Yeah. Amen? So even though the situation, you know, is, is not making sense, you know, because it doesn't say all, all things work together for the, all things that make sense work together for the good. No, no, it says all things work together. So that means that even when the stuff don't make sense, it's going to work together for the good. Amen? Yeah. Hallelujah? Right. Amen. So... We need to, you know, understand this and recognize this and recognize that these things that come into our lifestyle is not to bring us down. It's not to destroy us, but it's to bring about a certain joy into our lives. And we can receive that joy when we open up our hearts 
and we allow God to process us. Because joy comes through a process. Amen? Amen. Now, the second point here is that in order for us to find joy, we have to actually be thankful. Amen. You see, the, the, type of, the type of joy that I'm going to be focusing on today is specifically the joy that we experience in the midst of the stuff that we go through, our trials, our circumstances, and things of that nature. So we have to be thankful in the midst of it all. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 to 18 says, Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Yeah. Did it say rejoice once? Did it say no? It said rejoice always. So maybe when you wake up in the morning, you might want to start thanking God that he got you up in the morning. Wow. You know, it's kind of funny because, you know, when we're young and stuff like that, you know, we're like, oh, yeah, I got up. That's the usual thing. But when you start getting old, you're like, Lord Jesus. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for getting me up. Woo. Thank you for putting me in my right mind. Woo. Why? Because we have seen so many things. We have seen people come and go. And we know that this life that we have is a gift and that we cannot take it lightly. Amen. Amen. People go through some tough situations far worse than the ones that you are going through. And so you have to give thanks for God for his grace and his favor for putting you here in this world. Not many people go to college. And some, and some of us have that opportunity to be in college. And while a lot of people throughout the world are suffering, are suffering, even the little that we have, we must be thankful for. Amen? So how can you be thankful? Well, you can start by recalling what God has done for you throughout this year, throughout your life. I even challenge you to make a list, you know, as we're coming even to the end of the year, to make a list, you know, write it down, you know, um, you know, and... Okay, if, if maybe the list doesn't work or, you know, you're just not in the mood to make a list, then may, maybe you should sing a song. Amen? Like, sing a song. Yeah, sing a song. I can't tell you many times where my heart is just like, and I just, you know, start singing, you know. Lord, I lift your name on high. Wow. Lord, I love to sing you praises. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Amen? Amen? It's not by power, uh -huh. nor by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Right? Yeah. This mountain shall be removed. Oh, yeah. this mountain shall be removed. Right? Yeah. This mountain shall be removed yeah. by my spirit says the Lord amen see look at y'all y'all just got joy look at that amen amen but that's what I'm talking about when you when you get into that when you you know it allows you to realize that you know what I'm gonna declare that this thing is not gonna be in my it's not gonna happen it's not gonna be like this right right amen amen you know I was watching, uh, you know, Sister Acting 2 the other day. I was singing, Joyful, Joyful, Lord, we adore thee. God of glory, Lord of love. Hearts unfold like flowers before thee. Hail thee as the sun above. Right. And if that's too, you know, too melodious, like, oh, I ain't got that. No, I ain't got that. Whatever. All right, then turn it up a notch. You know, turn it around, you know. Joyful, joyful, Lord, we adore thee. You know, the, 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 you know my life in the, 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 you know. All that, right? Right? It's got the lyrics, you know. I'm work, I'm work on that. I'm work on the lyrics there. But no, you, you know, whatever it takes. Amen? Amen? Whatever it takes. You know, I mean, I used to listen to so much rap music and things like that, even when I was in the faith, and it came to a point where I was like, you know what? I can't listen to this stuff because it's, just, it's not, my heart is just, it, like, it literally drains stuff out of me, you know? Negative thinking, all that kind of stuff, you know? I'm going to hit this person, I'm going to hoot that. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> the ways they start talking about certain people, and, you know, I'm just like, oh, I can't do it. 
I remember one time I, I had my you know, CDs, Missy Elliott, Ludacris, all that. I'm like, man, I spent some money on that. What? I spent some money. And I'm like, and, and something told me I just got to break the CDs up. I'm like, all right. I broke them up, threw it in the garage. I was like, all right, no more, no more, no more. I can't listen to that stuff, no more. And then lo and behold, years later, you know, Christian rap just started popping up. And I'm like, okay, all right, Lecrae. Okay, all right, Triple E. Okay, KB, all right. And they were preaching the word of God while rapping at the same time. Just look it up. They're blowing up. Amen? And then now I'm like, okay, so, you know, I'm driving in my car now, you know, listening to my Jesus music. Amen? <laughs> right? Right? Amen? And so, and, and, and so those opportunities of doing those things allow to bring about a certain joy, you know, even despite all the mess and all, despite all the things that are going on, despite all the craziness that's happening in the world, you know, because the media is not going to bring you joy. Right? Right? Okay. <laughs> Everybody's like, sure not, not this time, but this time around, you know. <laughs> Some people are like, you know, is there such thing as a third term? Because um, <laughs> I might, uh, you know, Lord help us out here. Lord help us out. Yeah. Amen. But yes, we, you know, we really have to look back at what he's done for us, you know, the mess that he saved us from, you know, the relationships that he saved us from, the people that, you know, could have been in our lives and that, you know, whatever. We have to look at that, you know, and just realize how, how great and how awesome and how great and just loving God has been, you know. I had, I had an experience uh, a few months ago, and... Um, and, and, and it really tested, it really tested me. Um, and pa- Pastor knows about this, some few more people know about it, but um, my car, my old car, hallelujah. <laughs> Tell it, woo! Hey, hmm. Y'all don't know, y'all don't know. My old car was due for an inspection. So I took it to get inspected. And uh, it failed the inspection. And so when it fails the inspection, they put a sticker on your car that says, rejected. And the sticker's not in the back. The sticker's not under the hood. The sticker is right on your windshield, right here facing you. So every single time I get in that car, I saw the rejected sticker. And I'm just like, man, okay, all right, it's okay. Went to my mechanic, I said, yeah, you know, this happened, whatever. He said, oh, just do this and do that. I said, okay, all right, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do it. So I did it. Went back to go to get inspected. And once again, it failed the test. My faith, in a way that hasn't been tested before, because he knows that, yeah, I can believe in him once. But how about the second time? How about the third time? How about the fourth time on the same thing and it still didn't happen? How about that? How many times you have something that you're trying to believe in and the second time, the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time, the same thing and it still didn't happen. What's up with that? Put you in a position where you don't want to believe anymore, right? Who is this God that I'm serving? But I remember coming back from work and I was driving back and I said, you know what? I remember those days when I didn't even have a car. I have to wake up about an hour, hour and a half. Oh, not wake up, sorry. I had to leave about an hour, an hour and a half just to get to the bus stop. And sometimes you wait there for the bus to come. It's freezing cold, cold. You know, especially like the snow like this. You know, you're waiting out there like, oh, okay, bus, bus, bus. And then a car comes by and then the slush just, oh, man, my shoes. You coming into work, you know, you know, it's like, 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 whoa, please, so I hope nobody smell my, my shoes right now. You know, it's soaking wet, you know. Lord Jesus, help me, Lord. Right? And uh, I even thought back, like, you know, the moments where, I, where I'm going back home, be late at night, and I'm like, okay, the bus is not coming. And, you know, my sisters or my, or my mom had to come around and pick me up. I'm sure my sister remember that. You know, like, where you at? Where you at? And so, and so I was thinking about all these, those things, and I said, I remember those moments. I remember those circumstances. Yeah, yeah. And I said, 
yeah, when I turn this car, this old car on, and it may go like ding, 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 and it's shaking and I'm driving, you know, you know, and, 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 and yeah, you know, there might be some issues because there was more other issues with the car. I, I'm not going to go into that, you know. There was a lot of things, okay? But I really had to thank God. Yeah. And I remember I, was say, I said, God, I don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of days. I may not have a car to go to work. I mean, because the distance from going to where I was to go to work, like, it's not, you ain't going to be finding no bus, right? I'm sure, I'm sure Tolu can attest to that. You ain't going to be finding no bus where that job is, okay? And if you try to find a bus, hmm, probably going to take you a couple hours to get there. But I started thinking about it, and I started to thank God, and, and I was driving back, and I said, Lord, no matter what happens, I just thank you, Lord, for how you have blessed me with this car and what it's done for me over the past years. It may not be everything that I want. It may not be everything that I prayed for, but Lord God, I thank you. That's it. Come on. Come on. And I remember going back to my mechanic a couple days later, and at that time, my mechanic was not picking up his phone, so that even got me a little bit more frustrated, so I was like, I don't even know what's going to happen. And so when I got there, he's like, oh, yeah, my phone this weekend was acting up, and I don't know, you know, it wasn't working and stuff like that, but I have a new phone now. And I said, okay, okay, all right. So I said, um, so I was like, you know, this happened, so is there any way I can fix it or an inspection? Da -da. He said, you know what? There's a guy that works here. He's a car inspector. He can actually take care of the whole inspection for you and fix whatever's going on in your car. I said, how much is it? Is this much? I said, okay, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, let's, let's take care of it. And I realized at that moment, I was so ecstatic. I was so glad. I was so joyous because I realized that there was another opportunity for me to take care of this car and to finally get it inspected. Amen? And as I didn't have to go to the DMV. No, I was able to do it through another state ins uh, inspector, certified inspector. And so even on that day, it was the very day, I think it was like the very day that it was supposed to... <laughs> It, it was supposed to be expired, actually. I said, I'm not driving a car. I had, I had the AAA come by, take the car, and bring it over to the mechanic. And I remember on the way, I saw the police, and I said, oh, look at that. I said, thank God I didn't try to drive this car when it was already expired. I said, look, praise the Lord for that. Everything was taken care of, and, uh, and, you know, and the rest is that. And now, I don't even have to worry about my car, Big Bertha. That's her name, Big Bertha. Because I have a brand new car. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. 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 Brand new. Brand new. And to what, what I had to get, go through just to get that thing before I got it was some stuff. Was some stuff. But in the midst of all that, I gave thanks unto the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. And so I want to remind you and encourage you guys to make sure that you choose gratitude. But another thing here is that to make sure you choose to abide in love with Christ. Amen. In order to truly find joy, you need to abide in love with, in love with Christ. It says here in John chapter 15, verse 10 through 11, if you keep my commands, you will remain in my love. Just as I have kept my father's commands and remain in his love, I have told you this so that, you, that, so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Amen? Amen. Amen. And so that song, joy, uh, joy to the World, the Lord has come, let earth receive her king, let everyone prepare him room, some of us, the reason why we haven't experienced joy is because we really haven't prepared room for Christ in our hearts. We say, yeah, I, I, I want, yes, I want to, but we haven't prepared a room where we can experience him and, 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 and be able to, uh, uh, to come forth to him. So in order to abide in his love, we have to be able to get into communication with him. That communication is prayer, our lifeline. Amen. Without prayer, you know, we can't stay in communication. We can't stay in relationship with him. Right? If I, you know, ask all the, the, the married brothers here, if you stop communicating with your spouse or your wife or whoever, you know, in that relationship, you know, uh, 
some things are gonna gonna gonna, gonna, gonna be you know you're gonna be in a little bit of trouble there you know like they're gonna be like well, hold on why are you not talking to me what's going on why are you not whatever you be like but baby but I, I I did this for you and I did that despite the very things that you've done for that person that person it, it doesn't that 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 doesn't define the relationship what defines the relationship is intimate interaction. That's what that, and that's and that's what the Lord is talking about, and that's why even when you look in the scriptures, He said there will come a time when people will say, "Lord, Lord, we did this, 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 and that in Your name. We did all these things, Lord God." And He will say, "Get away from me! I don't even know you. How is that possible? That you can do so much for somebody, yet they don't even, yet even though you did all those things for them, like I don't even know you." Why? Because there was a lack of interaction. And so the important thing is that in order for us to truly uh, uh, experience this joy, in order for us to truly experience this joy of relationship, we actually have to remain in a loving relationship with Christ. And that takes time in prayer. We have to go to him in prayer. And as 1 Thessalonians 5, chapter 16, verse 18 said, it said, pray without season. Pray always, always. So that means even in the morning when we get up, we got, okay, all right, Lord God, I thank you for this. I thank you for that. Lord God, thank you for all these things that you have done, Lord God. And then also, not only that, but to cast your cares and let him know how you're feeling. Because he's our friend. Jesus Christ is our friend. We have to share and let him know how we are feeling. Amen? So I, I, I encourage you, I encourage you that if you want to really experience the gift of joy in this Christmas season, to choose to abide in his love through prayer, through intimate interaction with the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. I think my time is almost, you know, running up. So I'm just going to go through the last point here, and then we're going to wrap up. Amen? You receiving this? Amen? Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. All right. All right. The last and final point here is, in order for us to find joy, to truly find it, we have to make a decision to Obey the Lord. And that's a tough one. We have to choose obedience. You know, sometimes the reason why it's hard to obey God is because we somehow forget who we are and whose we are. Right? If I go back to that song again, Joy to the World, the Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. It says, let earth receive her king. Amen? We have to receive Christ as king. <laughs> I was going to say, we have to receive Christ as king. Right? Not some president. Not some people in politics or whoever. We got to receive Christ as king. That means that he's the source and supply of everything that we need. You see, we have to change our thinking habits. Not just our thinking, but the way in which we think in order to understand that Christ is our king. If Christ is our king and that we have that connection with him, that means that we are sons and daughters of a most high king. Amen? Amen? I know earlier this year I preached a message about the fact that we are royalty, right? And that we are worth something, right? All the, you know, all the, no, 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 nothing else in this world can compare to how awesome and how great we are and how much worth we are. So it is so important for us to understand who we are in Christ and understand that he is our king. Once we understand that, it'll be no question for us to be able to come in and obey the Lord and follow his ways because honestly everything that we are doing is not not just for for uh, his glory but it's also for our own good right when we persevere through trials and we obey what the word of the Lord says we will truly experience joy I mean I can't really you know kind of uh, 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 you know give you any um, break it down for you anymore but it's something that you will truly experience when you say nope I'm just going to stay away from these drugs. <laughs> I'm not doing that anymore. Nope. I'm going to stay away from that girl. Mm -mm, nope. I'm not doing that anymore. Nope. I'm going to you know, make sure. What? Facebook? All right. We're going to have to keep Facebook on the, you know, you know, on the minimum here, you know, right? 
because all those things can be a temptation, right? We go there looking for something, you know, that's going to make us happy. Then really we're like, hold on. Oh, he got married? Wait, hold on. Oh, they, he got a new job? Oh, hold on. What? <laughs> but Lord, man, you know, how they do that? He ain't even saved. I'm saved and, and I ain't got nothing. What's going What is this? People getting blessed left to right, you know? If we're going to obey the Lord, we can't look to the left. We can't look to the right. We got to look straight ahead. Amen? Focus on the path. Amen? We have to focus our eyes on Jesus. That is how we're going to be able to experience that. And once you focus your eyes on Jesus, once you look upon him as your savior, once you look upon him as the one that you serve, once you look upon him as your king, as your Lord, you will be able to overcome the very things that are trying to bring you down. The very things that bring you misery. The very thing that try to bring jealousy or hatred or all those things inside of you. So, as I'm closing here, what I'm asking you and I'm encouraging you today is stop looking around. Stop looking around. Okay? Stop looking around you to find that gift of joy. The interesting thing is that that gift of joy is actually inside of you. It's right here. Why? Because Jesus is inside of us. That moment that we accepted him as our Lord and Savior, he's right here in us. And if we continue to abide in him, he will abide in us. He will remain in us. You know? We have to realize that beyond this Christmas season, joy is available to us every single day. Let's not let it be about the season alone, but about a daily, a daily experience. I'm not saying it's easy. I know it's tough. I know it's tough. I know it's tough. It's tough. Joy begins when you go back home. It doesn't start here. Oh no, it doesn't start here. It begins when you go back home. Yeah, I might tell you this and I might tell you that, but the real grind of this faith, of this testing, is when you go back home. Is when you go about your life. Amen? So remember that joy is everlasting. It is, it is something that you can feed off on and on again, on and on again. Remember that it comes in from you knowing who your God is and knowing who you are in Christ. That you are a child of God, a child of the Most High. And that you have immediate access to His wealth. And I'm not talking about simply material wealth. I'm talking about spiritual wealth. The type of wealth that has no price tag. I'm encouraging you today to bring all your hurt, bring all your pain, bring everything to the Lord. For the, for the Bible says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. It's not about hiding your problems or your troubles, but it's about facing them and presenting them before the Lord so that you can then be filled with joy. Joy, this gift of Christmas reminds us that we have someone special in our lives and his name is Jesus. Jesus is an awesome gift because his life, death, and resurrection gives us salvation. And that means union with our one high God. His birth reminds us that life will not always be like this. That there is hope, that there's a better things, there are better things to come. And if so, you find yourself struggling, or you find yourself angry, you have to put that aside. It's okay to be angry, upset, but at some point, you gotta give it up. Because there's no such thing as angry joy. I don't know anything about that. There's no such thing as sad joy. There's such thing as a happy joy. Probably heard of happy joy, joy, maybe. 
There's something like that. You know? And I know some of us, you know, we're like, okay, I got that. But deep down inside, some of us might be upset with God. But that's okay because God wants to help you. He understands that, you know, we're human beings. If you look at the life of Job, he was upset. He was like, wait, why did I go through all this? And he even questioned God. He never got his answer, really. But he questioned him. And that was okay. God still blessed him. He gave him more than anything that he even ever had before. He was flourishing. So what I'm trying to tell you today is that you are going to flourish. And that you are flourishing even now. And that God is going to prosper you, not only in this season, but beyond. So search for that gift of joy. Accept it into your life. Are you guys ready for some joy? Amen. Well, let's rise. Let's rise. Amen. If you are here today, and possibly you never accepted the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ into your life, I want to give you an open invitation right now. Because it's not right for you to go about your day, go about your life, and walk around and be in misery and be moping. No, because that's not what God wants for you. Like I said, He loves you and He wants to be in union with you. So if you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, we invite you. You can come down the aisle right now and we can have our ministers to pray for you. It's not about show or anything like that because we're all in this together. We're not all perfect. None of us here are perfect. We're searching for God. We're searching for Him. Amen? Amen? And if you don't feel comfortable with coming down even at this moment in time, I encourage you, I encourage you, I encourage you that when this service wraps up, that you come forth and ask for prayer for a pastor or maybe speak to an usher and say, can I pray? Can somebody pray with me? Because I need, I just, I just need help in this area. I just, I just need to, to, to I want to give my life to Christ. Amen? Amen. Let's bow our heads. Father God, we thank you for today, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for your gift of joy, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that life is not always going to be like this. It's just so much more better to come. We thank you that we even have an opportunity, Lord God, to abide in you. That when we abide in you, your love will continue to remain in us. We thank you, Lord God, that you have given us this gift of joy and that we can experience it even in the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so, Father God, we pray, Lord God, that we will not get caught up in what's going on in the world. Not get caught up in the gifts. Yes, it's great. Yes, it's good, Lord God. But we want to go further than that, Lord God. We want to truly penetrate, Lord God, and not sugarcoat what this joy is. Because it's true, the, the world has their own kind of joy. And it's wrapped up in gifts that they give to people. It's wrapped up, Lord God, in the things that they see. It's wrapped up, Lord God, in experiences. It's wrapped up, Lord God, in things that are not of you. But God, we want the unadulterated, holy, sanctified joy, Lord God. We're not dealing with that mess. We're not dealing with that scrap. We're not dealing, Lord God, with them crumbs, Lord. What we want is the real thing, Lord God. So, Father God, at this moment in time, Lord God, we open our hearts unto you. And we ask that you penetrate the very places in our hearts that are empty, that need joy today, Lord God very pains that we continue to experience, Lord God, from time to time. So many of us are waiting for the very things that you proclaim, Lord God. And we're still believing in you, Lord God, that you are going to get it done, Lord. So we don't stand afraid, Lord God, because we know that we can come boldly to your throne of grace. And so we come boldly, Lord God. And we ask that even in the midst of what we're waiting for, in the midst of our trials, in the midst of the difficulty, in the midst of the confusion, in the midst of things that don't make sense, Lord God, we ask for your joy to enter in. But we don't only ask that, Father God. We ask that when we do experience joy in the midst, 
and that when we do experience joy after we receive the very things that we have Lord God that we won't be stingy but that we will share that joy with others whether it be that person on the street, Lord God, that's cold and, and might need something, Lord God. Maybe they need a blanket, Lord God. Maybe they just need some food, Lord God. I don't know what it is. They need something, Lord God. They need a light, Lord God. So I pray that the light that is shining in us through the joy that you give us, Lord God, will also shine in their lives when we act out and share that joy that you have given us, Father God. So God, we're asking that you transform and change our lives. Because we need you, we want you, and we love you, Lord God. We may not be there yet, but we know deep down inside, Lord God, that we have a love for you, Lord God. And we want to do right by your side, Lord. So we pray that you will cover each and every one of us and bless us. Bless us, Lord God, as we find and as we accept and as we receive that gift of joy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. You received that today? Amen. Amen. Praise God.